This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for September 12th, episode 3017, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, Horse World. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning. Well, thank you all for joining us on today's show. We have a photographer, Adrian Morella, who's going to join us with some tips on taking pictures of our horses. I'm sorry, I'm a terrible equine photographer, so I'm really excited about this. After 18 years of riding, auditor Nicole Gonzalez Hatfield tried an ecathlon, equathlon, equest, I don't know. They're Equathon. Look at that. Because she heard about it on this show. Well, not this one, because I don't know how to say it. Uh, But on one of the shows here on the Horse Radio Network, and uh, I've got an update on some ponies, so we will get to that. Also in the post show is Equestrian First World Problems. Apparently, Glenn has to keep me in the post show for that today. That's right. That's correct. So so did you see that one of Queen Elizabeth's horses won a race two days after she passed away at Pimlico? Oh, wow. So that was kind of cool. It was a six-year-old gelding named West Newton. No, it'd Uh, be West Newton. That's right. Won Saturday's second race at the uh, over there at Pimlico. And West Newton rallied from sixth to win by a half Aww. a length. So it was his fourth win in 19 starts. Uh, so I think that uh, Wes Newton knew and just did it in her honor. I think she's uh, so she's pushing job, him a little Wes. bit from behind. That's right. <laughs> go, go, go. Hey, did you see the thing? Uh, this was kind of cool, too. Speaking of the Queen, I know we talked about it all day Friday, but uh, a lot's happening now. So they, they did the drive with their casket from Balmoral down to Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And she's laying in state at Holyrood, uh, which we got to a private tour of when we were there. Uh, us and six other people got this private tour. So it's, I know exactly where she is right now. But on the way, something very cool happened. When they were going through the farmland of Scotland, farmers took their tractors and lined the road with tractors facing the road. There were hundreds of them on both sides of the road. And that's how they honored her as, uh, they, as the, she, Aww. she rode by. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So, so that was kind of neat. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so, uh, congratulations to, to West Newton. How'd you say that again? West Newton, Newtown. <laughs> I don't know. I have a terrible British accent. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you have an like amazing it. British accent. Right. It is. <laughs> I think we're setting a record for the number of auditor birthdays today, and we have a bunch of them. So, you want to do every other one? No, I'm going to add one at the end, though. 
Oh, you are? Okay. Alex Hamilton, Lori Johnstone, Karen Chatton, who will be on tomorrow, by the way, for the endurance episode, Tiana Vestry, Karina Greater. Karina, Karina. we went over all these yes, names pre show, okay? <laughs> Karina, Karina. It's one of those. Tessa Heyman, Rachel Lauks, Kelly Peterson Hammer, and Deanne, of course, from Horse Nation, and our own producer from Flintstone Media, Jemmy. It's her birthday, too. So happy birthday to all of you. And, and we have the one extra that I wanted yeah. to add because we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Um, how Chad's grandmothers are both oh, still, yeah, yeah. you know, going strong. And uh, his one grandmother turned yesterday 105 years old. 105. <laughs> so happy birthday, LaVon. How is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. 105. And still with it? Mentally? I mean, yeah. yeah. He was talking to her on the phone last night. I'm like, there's no way she's 105 years old. <laughs> well, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Wow. What's your first name? LaVon. That's an old school name. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 105-year-old name right Her there. name is Brittany. <laughs> what do <Yeah>, you exactly. expect? <laughs> hey, we want to welcome... An- Two new auditors, actually. And we seem to have a wave of new auditors that are not of legal age yet. I know. Uh, Amelia. Hi, Amelia. Hi, Amelia. Uh, Amelia's nine, and she apparently loves the show. Uh, and her mom, too, Jennifer, said she said she loves the show, too. As a matter of fact, she said the whole family listens to the show, and they all Aww. love it. So, isn't that well, cool? Well, you know, I, I have a nine-year-old son, so I get the nine-year-old listening, and I was thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of pressure. I can't have a nine-year-old. I got to clean it up. Then I realized my nine-year-old listens. So, it's fine. Like, <laughs> we we don't listen to the post show, now that you're auditors. Don't do that. But, like, you know, for nine, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, no post show for you. <laughs> no, but that's kind of cool. Uh, who that's we did awesome. not design this show for kids, but apparently kids like the show. So uh, you know you what? For not having kids ever, kids really like you. And I have no idea why. I don't either. Because I don't know how to deal with kids. I don't know. You just I don't know. Maybe you remind them of Santa Claus. You're just like no. a big, happy, <laughs> jovial, be bearded <laughs> guy. Be <laughs> it's funny when you're when I left, your son said. Uh, what do you say? He said, well, you treat me like an adult. And that's funny because that's the exact same thing that JoJo, Jemmy's kid, said. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's just because I never had kids. I don't know how to treat them like kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't treat them like a kid either, so that's fine. <laughs> um, also, increasing a pledge uh, for the auditor room was Bex Hodgetts. And thank you, Bex, for doing that. We really appreciate oh, it. Oh, thank you. Daily Winnie time for you. All right, so we have an auditor named Emily Bentz, and she created the this pair of riding pants called May Babes uh, Equestrian Riding Pants. And basically, it's a riding pant for like people that maybe have had kids or whatever. And there's like a like built-in underwear for lack of a better word. She has been on the show. If you want to know exactly what it is, like all the things, then go listen to the other episodes with her in it. But I've got to tell you, I got a pair and I wore them for the first time yesterday. And? I was like in the best mood all day. 
I don't think I realize. So, so I uh, spoiler alert. And Apparently, again, if you're nine, listening, the trick. <laughs> I did not put on like I did. I was like, I'm going to try these commando because there's built in like a well, little that's what you're hammock. supposed to do. She said that. I yeah. didn't know that for sure or not, but I was like, I'm going to do it. Oh my god, the freedom! It's amazing. <laughs> I was like young and spry and like i i was like you know what i'm gonna ride one more horse because i just i don't know it just felt so great and so i don't know if that's a side effect of not having any underwear on because you have a built-in like little hammock thing in your riding pants but even if you have it you don't feel like you do it oh my god it was amazing i was just, it was like the happiest day ever and and it was cool yesterday and chad's like why are you in such a good mood and i'm like because i'm not wearing any underwear <laughs> He's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, just move on. It's the That's best breaches ever. She said ever. that on the air. That's one of the reasons that, that makes them unique. One of the it's, especially when, you know, like you have tight, they're tight, you know, and all riding pants are tight. And then you got to pull those off and you're sweaty and you pull off the underwear and then you pull the underwear back up after you pee, you know, and then you got to pull the pants back up and it's like all bunched up and <laughs> okay, trying to like wiggle everything TMI, around TMI, and not TMI, show any TMI. lines. <laughs> Let me just tell you. You guys, it's the best. And this is not a the paid commercial, best. by the way. <laughs> the best. No, it is not. But Emily, you're a genius. It was. I just was like so happy all day. I, I was like, I had energy all day. I was like, I don't know what it is. Oh, I know what it is. I don't have any underwear on right now. And it's so freeing and comfortable. And apparently, I do apologize that I now know I have a nine-year-old listening who, when I talked about um, some f- changes that have been happening in my body apparently the mom had to explain that to the dog i do apologize about that my son is having to go through it too so it's just part of it <laughs> and if you wanted to look at those and again this is not a paid commercial maybabesthebrand.com yes maybabesthebrand.com oh my god i just was in the best mood it was just i don't I was, mm, it was awesome and you know what we're happy to support one of our terrific auditors she supported us for years so. she like invented this and designed it. It has the best sticky things during COVID. (laughs) Like she has been so hardworking. This has been her baby. And I'm just so glad that I have some. And I'm I'm like, because it was too hot to wear them because they're black. And I was like, I need to wear my little spandexy stretchy things. No more. I am a May Babes girl. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. She'll be ordering more here shortly. And of course my husband's like, you look good. I'm like, it's no underwear. (laughs) (laughs) how can i convince you to move on now okay Um, go go carry on (laughs) so i saw a post that uh you are less horses now i know it was a phenomenal weekend of horse adoption first of all let me tell you about the adoptions um identify who came here and is like 15 one plain bay i didn't think much of him i got started he had like a line of people waiting to adopt him and he's been here a week so he got adopted by a 11 year old girl who is is she's gonna live at her house and he is going she takes lessons and she's a trainer and like and she just loved this horse i'm so excited for him so he now lives there then do you remember dave dave the horse now i can give oh, yeah, you yeah i can remind that you the one you is. visited in colorado no that's drugs no. Oh. dave is the horse that came to me with the name of satellite 
And he was very thin. He had been passed on from claimer to claimer. And I posted that I was looking for some, if anybody wanted help, he was going to have extensive medical stuff and all these people donate oh, he's money. he's the one that got you in trouble. And then I got in big <laughs> trouble through social media, basically telling me I'm trying to bring down horse racing. And that then I got accused of starving the horse uh, for money and then taking adoptions to fix it. Like it, it, it was really bad. The, the, I, because of that horse, I get inspected by the TAA, Thoroughbred Aftercare Alliance. Like they really caused a lot of problems for me. Now everything's fine because everything's fine. But anyway, I changed his name to Dave because the word satellite was just too much of a trigger for people. I didn't want anything. So anyway, he stayed here. I fostered him for like six months and then he went back. He got adopted yesterday and oh my God, it is awesome. So it's a, like a re animal rescue down in Texas that like rescues wayward sheep and, you know, three-legged goats and they have all, but they have like all these, this land and they wanted a horse that they could hop on and walk around their property every, you know, week or so, check the fences and look at their animals, make sure they're okay. And they're riding back in and use him for therapy with children. Oh, I'm so happy. That, that's a full circle. We've come around now to, to the point where Dave is doing good for the world. I know. <laughs> they're causing you so much heartache. I know, but uh, all of you guys who helped, thank you so much. It wouldn't, you know, I mean, I just posted, I was like, if anybody wants to help, and oh my gosh, the, mostly listeners and auditors donated money to like help this poor horse that they don't even know. And you guys, it all worked out for the for the best. Yay, so for Dave. I'm so happy for Dave. That's awesome. Uh, third horse, um, I haven't posted a, an ad or anything, but I have a lot of personal horses and I have this filly who has cost me at least three of my fingers at this point. I'm just taking vet clinic. I, I mean, I, like I bought them a, a vet truck at this point with this filly and, uh, I, I just decided it was time to sell Stan Lee, but I haven't like done any advertising. I'm like, I'm going to get riding him a he's little bit more. He's one of your babies. How old? Yeah, he is Pink's baby. He's three and a half. It's three Zara's half. full brother. So, and a listener bought Zara, Kristen. And, and so I just decided, I was like, I'm going to start selling him. Well, out of the blue, somebody contacts me. And they're like, hey, do you have that horse available? Because I had posted him online. I'm like, yeah, but he's not like, yeah, everybody, every time I post him, people are like, I want to adopt him. And I'm like, no, 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 this is not an adoptable horse. This is a really well-bred son of a Grand Prix dressage, Olympic dressage team. <laughs> this is a baby, <laughs> like the impeccably bred horse, right? And so um, they, they contacted me. Somebody referred them to me, blah, 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 long story short. He got sold to, oh my God, the greatest home ever. And 17 year old girl, she's very tall. So she needed a taller horse and he's 16, three at three and a half. And she bought him and is taking him to her farm in Colorado. They showed me the barn. It's like, I mean, he's living in the Taj Mahal. It was awesome. I'm super excited for him. They showed up and they were just like, oh my God, we love him. They had done a pre-purchase and then they came to pick him up yesterday and, and met him for the first time and uh, just love him. And he loaded right up this morning and they're on their way back to Colorado. And the cool thing is that this 
daughter, the, the one who bought him, is super interested in getting certified as a Monty Roberts instructor. So she's probably going to start her classes oh, cool. in the spring. So I'm, I'm and I, they were like, they didn't even know about it. They were like, what is it that you do? And I'm explaining it. That sounds like something you would like to do. She's like, oh my God, it sounds amazing. And so I told him all about it. And so hopefully she'll be a, she'll be a certified instructor with Stan Lee. Like I'm so excited. So as much as it sucks to part with one of yours, it, it doesn't suck to part with one when you know they're going to the right place. You know, sorry, there's a long, happy dance. Oh, he's like one less horse, one less horse. And I've got this horse in training right now that I kind of want to keep. So he's like, no, stop it. That that doesn't defeats the purpose of selling one and then getting one. I was riding this horse's mystique first. I was on him yesterday and he's just a mess and he really needs some, some, some help. And I'm, I'm like, this is, I told Barrett, I'm like, this is the kind of horse that we can help, you know, we can help. And I was, and I'm on him and I'm like, he's so comfortable. I just really like him. I'm granted, like I trotted, a lap around the rampant. This is how far back in training this horse is. And uh, he's like, you know, Stanley is leaving tomorrow. You gonna have room for one more. I'm like, Barry, you're not helping me. I don't need any more enabling. I have the listeners for that. <laughs> That's, right. That's what they're for. Hey, we, uh, yesterday we, or I guess Saturday, we decided, uh, we were over by the World Equestrian Center. We thought we'd just stop in because we, we hadn't been over there in a while. So we were driving by and I said, oh, let's just go in and see what's going on. Well, that, uh, there was, it was actually pretty quiet. There was a wedding happening that they were getting ready for. And, uh, the only horse show going on was a Morgan show. So we had, we actually sat and watched the Morgans for a while. Uh, with their big long tails and their uh, nice. their high stepping and all of that stuff, the cutest thing at the Morgan Show was the little kids had to be less than ten. Uh, with their, I don't know what they call them when they're Morgans, uh, sat, when they do saddle seat, but the the shad bellies when they're completely outfitted in the shad bellies and stuff, oh, man. they're so cute. <laughs> It was very cute. So we watched that for a little while and then took a walk around uh, because we had to go to the French, French pastry place that mm, was there because we, we had to. We had to cheat at the pastry place because it's really good. But this weekend, if we had stopped this weekend, this is the combination that's going to be there this weekend. I thought you'd get a chuckle out of this. So they're having the September Dressage CDI three-star. So that's pretty oh, high wow. level dressage riders, right? At the same time... As the Arabian and Half Arabian Championships. Oh my gosh. Now, you've been to an, have you ever been to an Arabian show? You've seen. Yes, I went to the one in Scottsdale. <laughs> they, well, can you do, I don't know how to describe an Arabian show. It's unique. And the, the costumes are unique. Everything is unique. There's a lot of flash. There's a lot of flash and a lot of, you know, uh, who was the princess in Aladdin? Jasmine. Jasmine. <laughs> a lot of Jasmine going on at the Arabian show, which is appropriate because guess what else is going on the same time? The Ocala Comic Con. No way. <laughs> at, so have- at the World Equestrian Center? <laughs> yes. So you have yeah, the Comic Con, the dressage people, and the Arabian people all at the same day. <laughs> Ocala yeah. Comic. Let's see who's going to be at the Ocala, Ocala Comic Con. I doubt and. I think some of the Arabian people playing Jasmine will be stopping here because they would fit right in. But okay. when I saw that combination this week, I was like, this is the weekend we should stop by. Okay. Uh, are you ready for the people yes. at the yes. comic? Ocala Comic Con. Ocala Comic Ready? Oh, they Ross, have a website? <laughs> Ross Mark Quand, Brian Tochi, Dorian mm. Kingi, 
Mm. Oh, wait, I recognize that guy. Uh, Sean Young. Oh, Sean mm. Young. She's like a, she's been in a million movies. Um, okay. Jeff Daniel Phillips. Michael James Shaw. Are we supposed to know who these John Capotes. <laughs> Sean Schimmel. Yeah, I mean, you know, to be fair, these are like anime characters and these are their voices. But uh. Sean Young has been in a bunch of... Anyway, this is, I'm going on a tangent here. Sorry. <laughs> but I just thought it was a unique combination because Arabian shows are very loud. Uh, they can get loud and, you know, right next to the dressage, it's good. It's a big place. <laughs> then you have the Comic-Con. I hope the Comic-Con characters aren't walking around the dressage horses. That would be an interesting... I know story. where I know Sean Young from. She yes. was an Ace Ventura pet detective. She was... <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> She's an A-lister, huh? <laughs> I mean, you too can hang out with Kristen McGuire and uh, Tim Townsend and Michihiro Arita. Yeah, I just, I just picture, I just picture the Wookies walking by the dressage arena. How do you think that's going to go? Oh, there's plenty of cosplay guests and. Props oh, those costumes can... are really good. Oh, yeah, they're going to be <laughs> I said some... to Jennifer, we need to go over just to see it. We've never been to a Comic-Con. We need to just go see it for the well, people watching. Saturday is available. Tickets got... are $40 on Saturday, 35 on Sunday. Or you can do a VIP experience for $250. What's a VIP experience? Too? I don't know, because you already have to pay all these people to get their picture taken with them. I know, I know. So I think of the three I would pay to go see the Comic-Con. I think that would be my choice as a horse husband. But Jennifer can watch dressage. I'll go to the Comic-Con. Okay, Dorian Kingy all... is in the book of Boba Fett. He's ah. the like, but you can't see his face. He's just the guy with the thing on his like uh, okay, chi- there you go. neck. He's <laughs> in makeup. WorldEquestrianCenter.com if you want all the details for any of those things this weekend or if you want to go see all of them. I do hope they separate the three. I, you know what? You might as well do it all. I mean, do yes. it all. There's three unique experiences right there. <clears throat> all right. Let's go to our first guest, Adrienne Morella. She's a photographer, and she actually works for Sidelines. Uh, you know, you all know Sidelines. I do an episode here once a month. She works for Sidelines as well as some others, and she's a horse photographer, and she comes from my old stomping ground in Westchester, Pennsylvania. So we're going to talk to her about how to. she's going to give us tips on taking better pictures of horses. I got this because I keep having to suffer through your pictures of horses. <laughs> Hi, Adrian. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. You're from my old stomping ground. I grew up in Lancaster County, and you're over in Westchester, which is right beside there between uh, oh. Philadelphia and Lancaster. Pennsylvania yeah, people. Yeah. Yes. 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 Now, we, we come together. <laughs> Westchester is a heart of horse country. That's uh, There's a ton of horse people in the Westchester area. So you got the right job and uh, right area. Yeah, I love it here. Actually, um, I've never really gone too far from this area. I've been about an hour or so um, closer to Philadelphia, a little further away from Philadelphia. But yeah, I've been here my entire life. So it's, yeah, it's nice and peaceful, quiet, beautiful country here. It used to be a lot of eventers. I think it still is a lot of eventers in that area. What other types of riding happened there? Um, I would, I definitely would say eventing, jumping. I personally am one of the, um, I'm one of the, the oddballs here. I do Western and uh, dressage riding myself, but yeah, there's, um, there's, a, I would say eventing, jumping, dressage. That's, I would say the primary focus in this area in Chester County. 
they allow you to have your Western saddle there? Uh, it's unbelievable, right? <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> always some one. Rule. There's always one oddball <laughs> in every room. Well, what's funny is a couple um, a couple months ago, I have a I have two horses, and the one he's a little he could be a little naughty. And the more that I get him out, the better. And there was a show and I'm like, you know, I'm like, they don't say it has, it's, there was a green class and I'm like, does it say Western or English? So I had to literally message the secretary. Hey, do you think it's okay? I'm like, I just need to get him off the proper. She's like, Hey, it doesn't say you can't. So why not? Like, all right. (laughs) Nobody was talking about you behind your back at all. Totally. No, no, not at all. (laughs) So I am notoriously the world's worst photographer and I try to take pictures and like all of a sudden my horse's head looks like 10 times bigger than its body or like I'm like I'll get artsy and I'll go down from below and shoot up and all of a sudden it looks like I have a giraffe or like I'll go to take a picture of my horse and like they turn it's like their butt. So so what we have you on today is to give us some tips uh, for photography. Now, uh, like we were talking before we came on here, most people use their cell phone, which, you know, guilty mm-hmm. because the, the camera, the cell phone's hard enough for me to work as a camera. Uh, but again, that gives, like, I've had photographers come out and take professional photos and it is worth the money. But for those in between times, how the heck can I get yeah. better pictures of my horse? <laughs> Not make well, it look like a donkey. <laughs> first of all on your settings most of the cameras right now on the phones are really good um so you just have to make sure some of them they have different size settings so make sure number one you're on full size because some of them you can be chopped off you can be it depends on what you're doing with them are you putting them on instagram are you putting them um do you want to print them because even some of the megapixels are so large right now that you can get a really good quality picture and print it Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't even really realize that i mean download it on your computer and you can print it but the number one thing i would say is sizing and make sure that if you're doing it for instagram you want to do like a 1.1 size when you go into your settings for the um, for the camera. And then if not, do a full size. And that'll get you a good amount of information in the picture itself. Um, the next thing that I would suggest, which is a fun tip that I love, and people are always worried about getting the horse's ears up, getting them to pay attention. They're like, anybody have any candy wrappers? And I'm like, I got this. So you would obviously need to have someone else doing this with their phone, but there's a bunch of horse noise apps mm. on phone where mm. you would just do a YouTube video of horse noises. And when that is coming out of someone's pocket, you'd be surprised how you can get three horses all looking, all at attention, and you'd be ready to shoot. <laughs> Glenn, okay, what so, is that app minute, that we had the girl on? Yes, we did. We had them on when they first came out with that app. I forget what it's called. Uh, I have it on Winnie my phone something. Here. And yes. oh my God, it freaked out. All my horses, they were like galloping. They were like, what is this ghost horse? It's unbelievable. And then if you even like, you'd be surprised if you go onto YouTube and just just put in a quick search, horse noises. And yeah, some of them get a little a little crazy because then they're, you know, it's a pet, they're 
horses that are, um, you know, galloping. You can hear trot steps. That one is a, that's a riot. They, they're like, wait, where is it? They're looking around. They're like, they hear trot steps of the horse. I love that a um, professional photographer uses this app. I think it's funny. amazing. And yeah, it's incredible. But the apps or the, um, just, you know, the horse noises are really, cause we can't, really, we could try all the candy wrappers that we want to, but it's like after a while it gets old. And that's the other thing. The horses have such a span. You're going to, you know, you have to be ready to shoot. And the people that are in the pictures, I'm like, listen, don't worry about your horse. You look at me and you be ready to go. If I'm doing a portrait of a lady with her horse or children with the horses, I have everyone else ready to shoot because I'll get the horse. But you have to be looking at me and ready to go. And the same thing with dogs. Um, I do a lot of photography and I do... um, a donation to the Brandywine SPCA for any time I do a a dog shoot. So that's fun. It goes to the pet pantry. And during the um, COVID, they did a really amazing job of giving anyone in the community, if you were falling on hard times, you just go to the shelter and get a bag of food free of charge, like no questions asked. So I thought, wow, I'm like, that's a really cool thing to do. And, um, I enjoyed the cause. I just actually adopted a kitty from there myself a couple weeks ago. So we really think that it was, um, it's a, it's a cool thing to do with the, with the shelter, but, um, but yeah, dogs, horses, children. I mean, it's like whatever you can do to get their attention. Sometimes it's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just worry about you. I'll do the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so when I'm taking a cell phone picture of my horse, I've got, mm-hmm. got him standing there. Is it, do I want to be a little below the horse, a little, but I mean, I'm asking stupid questions here, but what's the, what's the reasoning and what's the angle and where should you be when you're just taking a confirmation shot? Of your I'll horse? be honest. There is, I've taken so many different angles. I it's, it's going to really depend on a couple of things. You're going to have light number one, and that'll be, let's actually do a little um, side note on that. You really, I, the best time to shoot is when the sun isn't super high up in the sky. So it's like not shining a cast and shadows over the horse and over you. Mm-hmm. So um, earlier in the day and later in the day is great. So that being said, if you have a beautiful sunset where it's behind you, um, sometimes I just want a shot of the horse's head and I want to have the beautiful sky and I want to have, you know, trees. And then sometimes that's going to also make the horse look a little larger. Um, When you shoot anything that you're shooting downward, it's going to make everything look small. Mm -hmm. So I would say in the majority of the time I'm shooting up. Um, But then that being said, you don't want to, if you're doing a sale horse, if if I'm shooting, um, say, a stallion or a horse that's going to be for promotion, you don't want to mislead anyone either. So you just want to head on, nice, super clean, head on shot or side shot. So I would say, and I do, one of the things I love doing is making art. And there's no reason why with your phone, you can't do that too. And and you play with the angles. Sometimes I'm behind the horse. Sometimes I have, um, you know, someone off to the side that has the little Winnie app and they're like, Hey, like get him to look to the right. And I'm, I'm actually at his backside with just his eye and I'm mm-hmm. shooting the eye. Like there's, there's, that's, what's fun about photography. It's art, it's creativity. 
That's my really problem. Just, it, yeah, that's it, Jamie. That's your problem. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. It's it's so much fun. It's so fulfilling I, for me. And yeah, I love it. All right. So I'm, I'm on your website. And I'm looking at a lot of the horse pictures that you've done, mm-hmm. the portraits mm-hmm. and stuff. And you're right. You do get a little bit below, you know, in most of them, mm-hmm. you're below and it's looking up a little bit. Uh, yeah. But why do a majority of the horses have their bridles on and not halters? Is that just a, a thing or... Um, we do both. I mean, we've, I've done bridles, halters. I've done them at Liberty where they're just, if you go into my, um, stock photography, that's a lot of workshops that I've shot. And we do a couple different days of Liberty horses, some days of riding horses. It really just depends on a lot of the people want it to look neat and proper. But that being said, I have some other people who's like, Hey, like, I just want the the down home feel of me with my horse. And then you will have some with the halters on and more, more casual. But I think it's more to um, give more of an appearance of like a formal look. If you're doing yeah. a portrait. Yeah. Glenn duh. It's like fancy is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's weird seeing a bridle and no saddle. That's well, you're not going to like pay that. for expensive photographs and have your like dirty <laughs> nylon halter that you just picked them off the ground and be on the horse's face. Nice leather halters too. Um, yeah. So, so, so <laughs> what's the, what is, what's a one or two of the shoots that really stand out to you involving horses that were different or unique or strange or um, crazy? One of my absolute favorite shoots that I've done was of Carson Cressley. Really? So, he, was on, he was on our show. We've had him on the show. Oh, he is a hoot. And we had him on for Sidelines Magazine. It was actually my first cover that I shot for Sidelines. And I was given this information. It was like, hey, like, we want to know if you're available to shoot this, um, this actor. And, and, and they didn't really give me a lot of details at first. And I was like, yeah. And then they told me, you know, the area and I said, Oh, I'd love to do it. And, um, so that's what happens with sidelines. They call and they say, Hey, you know, are you available for this area? This is the kind of time frame we need. And I said, yeah, awesome. So I show up and he was the most amazing charismatic person ever. He's got a boom box on his shoulder. <laughs> He's got red, red, um, bedazzled converse. He just was so hilarious and he was so much fun. And we, so we did a bunch of portraits and then he took me down to the stable and he just was awesome. And, um, I was on a kind of a strict timeline from his agent, like, Hey, we have to make sure we're done between this and this. I said, no problem. Are you sure we have to be here? I said, yep, I got it. And when we were finished, he's like, is that it? He's like, we're having so much fun. Like he just, he was so great. We, oh, it was such a hoot, such a hoot. That's cool. That's cool. He was fun too. When we had him on the show, he's, he, I, I love, I would put this one on my wall. I would buy this one and have it blown up. It's the black horses in a, in a row. And, um, below, was that in England? Was, oh, the Royal horses. Yeah. I thought that might've been who that was. Was either yes. that or the Mounties? I didn't know which. <clears throat> that it was. It's so funny. I did a trip to uh, London, and it was. It turned out to be a um, kind of a last minute thing. I, I, every time I go anywhere, I, of course, I either have to ride or I want to see horses or any country that I've been. And I was just googling, and and I see the Queen's Royal Guard, and I'm like, ooh. I'm like, I want to see that. And it turned out it was so close to the place where I was staying. And they have this um, 
there was, it was a time, like I knew what time I had to be there. It was amazing because sometimes you go to a place and you're like, okay, am I going to catch this? Am I going to do this? But it was very set and it was wonderful. And the people, uh, you know, spectators, uh, I'm saying spectator people like the round, everybody can go and watch and they come in from one location and then they travel down through the mall to get to the palace. It was amazing. Really, really amazing. And it was something that I literally had just saw maybe a few days earlier and I added it into my trip and it was it was one of my highlights of the trip. Well, the pictures that came out great. I mean, they were really Aww. good pictures. There's like Thank all the horses you. are in line perfectly. This is my favorite picture. Yeah. They're all like perfectly in line looking straight ahead. And there's one like derp looking at you like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> and if you see the actual, um, the man that's on that horse, the same thing. He's looking right out of his side of his eyes. <laughs> Such a fun picture. Well, you do a great job. Uh, if people want to hire you in in, uh, in the Westchester area, they where do they go? Um, and I'm, P.S., I'm everywhere. Okay. So I go to Florida. I go to New York. I go wherever you need me to go. Okay. I'm there. Um, so my website is www.adrianmorellaphotography.com. And I also have an Instagram page under the same as well as Facebook page. Um, so I, I love traveling. I love horses and I love people. And my other job I have actually is I'm a model for QVC. So um, really that I am. I want to talk about that. What is that like? (laughs) (laughs) That is so much fun. It was very hard to get into, but everyone kept telling me, Adrian, just keep pushing and you'll get in there. So I have been there since, let's see, 2013. Wow. So what do you I model far- there? Like rings? And do you push around I- brooms and stuff? Like, <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I will be in the studio at 2.30 today for a show from 3 to 4 modeling rings. Yes. Oh, go. my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. That's awesome. And so we took a you tour must- of the QVC studios is right there near Westchester. We took a yeah. tour. And Jamie, you they have this catwalk. I don't know if they still have it, but they have this catwalk above the studio so tourists can actually go in the catwalk and look down at the studios while they're recording. Oh my Isn't it amazing? gosh. Yeah. They unfortunately we don't have that ability anymore oh, with, with so COVID and they just I know, I know. And it was just it's so much fun though. It's Hold really on. I've been there. <laughs> okay, let me let me get this straight. You're a horse girl, right? Uh huh. And yep. you model ring. Like, how are your hands capable of looking pretty enough <laughs> That's a good point. for that? Like, I was just looking <laughs> at my hands, and I'm like, oh my god, I wouldn't put that oh. on TV. <laughs> I believe me. I'm like my nail. I have the best nail girl ever, and the nails can <laughs> never be too too long because yeah, because of that reason. But lots of lotion, lots of gloves, and yeah. Oh my but god. I, okay. What is the yeah. weirdest thing you've ever like done on QVC? Oh my gosh. Like I think of those push mops, like you're like the mopping on the linoleum tiles, <laughs> no. you know, or see, no, I don't see we only do clothes. So we do jewelry, clothes, accessories. I don't know if I would say anything weird. I'll say something cool, maybe some fun fun things was okay. um I was one of Martha Stewart. She had a line there for a few years and I was one of her models. Oh my gosh. And that was a, this is so cool. Yeah. That, that was a lot of fun. She actually is a horse girl. And, um, 
you know, she was, because of who she is, everyone was kind of intimidated, but then we kind of found a, you know, we started to get to know her a little bit more. And, and I was like, Hey, I'm like, I know that you're a horse girl. And I was like, so am I. And I started showing her my pictures and of my horses. And one of the girls, she's like, you should see her photography. She's like, she's, and I'm like, Oh my God, so funny. And we just started chatting. And so one of the things that I think was pretty amazing from the connection I made with her is one of the days I was, um, I happened to be in her show. And after the show, I was like, hey, like I'm running, I work um, for, I well, not work, volunteer for the dressage at Devon Horse Show. And I do the Ladies' Day Committee for the hats. And we do, um, we did a fundraiser party two years ago and we're having another one again this year. Um, but I said to her, hey, like, you know, we'd love to have you as a guest if you're interested. And I had no idea what she would say, but she was like, oh, I, you know, I can't make it, unfortunately. But she's like, diamond and denim is the theme. I was like, yeah. She's like, I have something you can borrow. Martha Stewart, let me address. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, yeah. So I was so flattered. She's such a wonderful, amazing person. So generous. And um, yeah, so just such a cool thing. And I, I never believed it. I was like, really? I'm like, you're going to let me address? She's like, I have it. She's like, I already made it. I did a diamond and denim party at the farm. And she's like, you need to borrow it. I was like, okay. So you're oh, hanging no. out with her and Snoop Dogg at the farm now? Uh-huh. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't get that far. But I still, I do, I did need to reach out to her. I thought, well, wait till COVID things settle. But before, um, she she's not a QVC anymore, but she said to me, she's like, I need to get you up and photograph some of the babies. Oh, and um, I'm going to, I'm following up on that one. Yeah, you need to follow that, up on that one. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's been a while and I touched base a couple of times, but it was during COVID just to say, hey, pop my head in. But I'm going to, yeah, we're, we're going to do that. Awesome. Make that happen. How fun. Well, then we'll, we'll see those pictures at adrianmorellaphotography.com. Thank you, Adrian, yeah. for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Take care. It's always funny the stories we get that we don't expect. Yeah, no kidding. I'm like, by the way, I'm a QVC model. What? She told me when we were conversing that she had to check with her QVC schedule, and I thought she worked there. You know, as a like as a cameraman or something. Yeah. You know, something involving photography. I never thought about modeling. Why don't you talk to us about Purina and I'll get our next guest on. All right. Well, your horse has unique feed needs and Purina has you covered from breeding and growing to senior horses, from performance horses to easy keepers and everything in between. Purina has an extensive portfolio of research backed options for your horse. There's no shortcut for quality nutrition. Cheaper isn't cheaper if it doesn't work. Ain't that the truth? That's for everything. Uh, Put their research to the test. Find optimal nutrition at any level at your local Purina retailer or visit PurinaMills.com to learn more. Very good. Well, our next guest is one of our terrific auditors, and she has a really fun story we had to get her on today about something she did over the weekend. I'm so excited to talk to Nicole because, Nicole, we've actually met. We met you at the Roadshow in Lexington, Kentucky. Yes, we ate barbecue together. Well, but not you, you ate barbecue. <laughs> I think that's some I chips. Ate barbecue with her. <laughs> well, Nicole Hatfield, you just did something really, really cool, and I have no idea how to pronounce it, so I'm going to let you pronounce it. Okay, so I this weekend took my horse up to Big South Fork Park and did an equathon 
Equathon. And I didn't know if it was a quathlon. Yeah. Like I just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Equa, uh, Equathon. Okay, gotcha. And Big South Fork. That's in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, it actually goes Tennessee and into Kentucky, but we were on the Tennessee side. Oh my gosh, I've been there so many times. When I lived in Lexington, we would take all the horses down to Big South Fork. And I always said, with all the trails there, I said, you spend the first 10 minutes getting on your trail, and then you spend the rest of the day trying to find your way back. (laughs) (laughs) There is a ton. It's so horse-friendly. I loved it. It really is. It really is. So what is an equathon? Did I say like, I don't know. So it's a relay race between a horse and rider and then a runner. And either you can have a separate runner, which is what I did, or one person can ride the first loop and then come back, have a vet check, and then run the second loop. Oh, no, thank you. You're smart to find a friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can't run. So I'm going to, you know, get someone else to do the hard part. So what, <laughs> you, you said here in your post that you had been riding for, you've been riding for 18 years and you've never been to a horse show. What on earth made you want to do it and then do this particular one? So... You know, I've been riding for 18 years, and I've always had it as a hobby. I've never really desired to compete, and just kind of that whole idea worried me and stressed me out. But um, back in the spring, you guys had someone come on Horses in the Morning and talk about ride and tie um, events for this year. And I heard about the Equathon, and I was like, well, you know, like I like trail riding and I'm not about the running life, but I do have friends who run. I was like, that could be fun, you know. And I reached out to my running friend, Lola, and explained it to her. She was like, that sounds so fun, but I don't know if I can do it this year because she's training for the New York Marathon. Of and course. so I was like, okay. <laughs> right? For the I'm New like, I know. <laughs> And I'm over here like, I am out of breath walking upstairs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so we kind of put it on the back burner. And then maybe a month ago, she was like, she brought it up again. And I was like, yeah, you know, it, it would have been in a month. And, um, you know, I was only going to do the four mile one. But, you know, it's fine. We'll do it next year. And she's like, four miles? She was like, I thought it was going to be like 25 or something. And she's like, I could use it as a warm up. Like, oh my God. Oh, I hate people okay. like that. <laughs> I'll just warm so, up with four miles. Like what? I know. <laughs> so I was like, well, I hope my horse and I can get fit enough for four miles. Cause that's not a warm up <laughs> for us. <laughs> and uh, so we worked toward it and I contacted uh, Joanne Mitchell, she was the one who put on the ride and tie in the Equathon. And oh my goodness, these were the nicest group of people I have ever met. Like, think of auditors, but, you know, non-auditor, auditors type people. They were just so nice, so welcoming. Everyone like helped me out, showed me where to go. I just stood there and was like, I'm new. And then everyone just was like, come here, I'll show you. And it was just such a good experience. That is awesome. I do that all the time here when I'm confused about something. I just go, I'm not from here. 
Can some, I'm not from here. And then somebody will jump in. You just be like, I'm not from here. I'm new. <laughs> That's awesome that, exactly. pe- that people were so welcoming. <laughs> so what was, what were, what were your expectations versus reality? Was it as awesome as you thought or was it harder? Or was it easier? Or what? So one thing I definitely was taken off guard by was how many people were there. Um, for the ride and tie and Equathon, there was only, I think, like 20 teams um, signed up. But there was an endurance race going on at the same time. And there was like 50 to 100 horse trailers and horses camped out. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> My horse was very bug-eyed, <laughs> even for her normal Appaloosa bug-eyed, but um, <laughs> that definitely threw us both off guard. But other than that, um, you know, everyone helped me through it. And I'd never done like the vet check thing because um, you have a pre-ride and after the horse does their part. Um, and then at Big South Fork, they have a stable, so we actually were able to rent a stall and not have to, like, camp out um, with my horse because we hadn't done that before. And so we just walked over to start the race, which was about half a mile from the stables, and took some pictures, and they were like, okay, follow these ribbons, <laughs> and sent me off into the woods. Where's go? So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, oh... You don't walk the course or anything. It's just like, get out there and go for it. Yeah. They're like, um, three ribbons means you turn and it's going to be on the side that you're going to turn is where the ribbons are hung. And then there'll be like another one to tell you oh, you're on so the right. I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm like, I feel like this was something you should have told me before two seconds before starting. <laughs> Can I so write did you go down? first and then the runner? You went, did a lap, and then the runner did the lap, and then Lola did Correct. The, yeah. the horse goes first, yeah. So are you racing? Um, are you trying to get done really fast? Or is it, oh, I don't know where I'm going, so I'm going to walk this? Um. So technically, yes, it is a timed event, and you're competing times. Um, but since this was our first, I was planning on walking the majority of it, but my horse was quite antsy. So we ended up trotting a lot, but, um, it was good. There were definitely some rocky areas that, um, we took it very slow, but, um, other than that, it was, yeah, good. Wow. That's and, so cool. And, uh, now the, what did you encounter okay, on the way, Nicole? That's what I was going to say. The most exciting part. Um, We got to this patch in the trail and all of a sudden, you know, my sweet little pony started becoming a fire breathing dragon. And I was like, "Um, I don't know that smell, but my brain just was like bear. That's what a bear smells like, even though I've never smelled a bear before. And so we like continue on. I'm like, okay, we're just going to go quickly past here. And so we go to the turnaround point and we started coming back. Well, we come back again and that smell is still there. And my horse is looking in the woods. And then all of a sudden next to the trail, I hear a crash. I'm like, oh gosh. So I'm like, I'm just going to talk really loud and just trot away from here as fast as we can. And I got back to 
the start and they're like, did you see the two bear cubs that are hanging out? On oh, the trail? dear God. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what that was. <laughs> I'm like, I'm you, so glad my horse didn't dump me. <laughs> did, did you let them know that two bear cubs are not usually by themselves? There's usually a very... <laughs> protective yeah. mother around Mama. there yeah seriously that'd be where my horse goes you're getting off and i'm gonna take off and go home and then left me to fend off a mama bear <laughs> oh my god you're so yeah. lucky me. you're yeah. lucky to be alive <laughs> well then the so, worst part yeah, is was... then the runners had to go by the bear <laughs> they're on foot yes. <laughs> oh, i didn't think about that well okay so we come back and i'm having my vet check and i don't get to talk to my runner before she goes so they're just like yelling her. We hit our pulse and they're like, go, run, Lola. And so she starts. So like, I don't have any way to tell her. Like, I just, there Watch might be bears, bears or anything. It's probably better <laughs> yeah. she didn't know. It's better she didn't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes and she passes another runner who um, was doing the same course. And she also doesn't mention it to her. And then she comes back to camp and we're all talking about it. And she's like, you guys, if anyone had told me, I would have turned around and we would not have finished this thing. <laughs> oh she's like, gosh. I am not about that. <laughs> oh, well, but that's so we, funny, though. We what? all are still here and have all our limbs. <laughs> I mean, Those bears that's were a pissed. Way to... They kept having people run through their territory all day long. <laughs> that's one way to really speed up the runner, though. You know? Yeah. <laughs> True. Get on your horse. Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Nicole, thank you for coming on telling us this about it. Will you do it again? Absolutely. I'm like already, I, I caught the itch for sure. Oh, that <laughs> She's starting her running training right now, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I just rode four miles. You know what I want to do is get off and run it. Run no. four miles. No. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, uh, uh, Nicole, that's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Tell us about it. Sounds really exciting. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, All right. Nicole. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, where Nicole heard that, of course, was on our endurance episode. We do here once a month, which will be tomorrow. Karen will be here. And there was big news over the weekend. The World Endurance Championships were canceled. Uh, so she's going to give us a report on why they canceled the World Endurance Championships. And I'm wondering if there isn't more to the story than we're hearing. So uh, you, if you want to hear about that, join us tomorrow. I'm anxious to hear about it, too, what went on there. That doesn't happen very often. So uh, hang around, auditors. We're going to do a uh, question, first world problems. We run out of time in the main show. We'll do that in the post show today. And uh, tomorrow, as I said, is endurance. And then later on in the week will be the Equine Affair episode on Thursday. Get your ads in for really bad ads to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. You can find Jamie at? Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Just search Fly Over Farm, Jamie Jennings, Certified Monty Roberts Instructor. If you want to see all our crappy photography, that's where I you mean, go. that's where you're going to go. You know, it's so <laughs> funny. Like, I, I sometimes I just do so much alone, but I want to post something about the horse that there's a lot of photographs of the back of my horse's head, like from the <laughs> yeah, saddle. I know. <laughs> I get all the photos. When I'm taking photos, you see Jennifer and my horse because I'm sitting in the cart. Mm -hmm. There's no way to get a selfie of all of us. It's just not no. happening. So you can't do it. You can't do it. So you see a lot of Scooter's head and, and butt but. and Jennifer ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's all you see. You never see me in those pictures. All right, everybody, take care. Thank you. Spay, neuter, geld.